This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu wa safiyyuhu min khalqihi wa khaliluhu arsalahu Allahu ila nasi kafatan bashiran wa nadhira fabalagha al-risalata wa adda al-amanata wa nasaha al-ummah wa tarakana ala al-mahajjati al-bayda' ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam My brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an has told us many stories. And He has told us about many things and every single ayah in the Qur'an is there for us to benefit from. And it is our job and our obligation to spend time with the Qur'an, to study it, to learn it, and the ahkam and the rulings that are in it. As well as reading the stories that Allah has told in the Qur'an and try and benefit from them. Because the stories of the past that are mentioned in the Qur'an they are there for us to read and take lessons from because a lot of them are things that we will experience, things that we can do. And among the many qasas in the Qur'an and the stories in the Qur'an, there will be some that you personally might relate to. So it is your job to benefit from the Qur'an, this Qur'an that is here to guide us, this Qur'an that is here to guide us to Jannah, ikhwani fillah, and to teach us right from wrong. And if you want to know your place in the hereafter, look at your relationship with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you feel like you can improve on that, it is your obligation to improve upon it. Today I want to share with you one of the stories that I mentioned in the Quran. And it's not necessarily a story more so than it is a glimpse of an individual's life or even a moment in his life. And this individual was not a prophet. Like we know the Qur'an mainly speaks about prophets and according to the most of the Mufassir and the scholars, this person was not even a prophet, he was a regular man. And this regular man, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored him by first of all mentioning his name in the Qur'an. Not just mentioning his name, but naming a whole chapter in the Qur'an after him. Not just that, but then telling us his, a moment in his life and then eternalizing that in the Qur'an. And that was a moment that he spent with his son. Where he taught his son. Of course I am referring to Luqman al-Hakim, Luqman the wise. Now, who was Luqman? Where was he from? Luqman was from Africa. He was, uh, like uh, some of the tabi'een mentioned, he was from the Nubians of Egypt. And those, those were the black people from Egypt. And what was he like? Well, Allah tells us that he was hakim. He was wise. Now, what does wisdom mean, ikhwani fillah? When Allah talks about wisdom, what does it mean? It comes across the Quran often. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that he gave some prophets wisdom. Dawood and Isa. And of course, we know the messengers had wisdom. And we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called wisdom a great blessing. But then specifically with Luqman, it's in his name. We call him Luqman the wise. What does that mean? Ikhwani fillah. The wisdom that is being referred here is someone that has been given a great deal of knowledge and has acted upon that knowledge. A great deal of ilm 
and has acted because what does ilm and knowledge, what does it do for you if you don't act upon it? So he was someone that combined ilm and amal. He was someone that acted upon that which he knew. But then of course, this wisdom was a gift from Allah like everything else. Even that which you know is a gift of Allah. That which you earn is a gift of Allah. In fact, everything you have and everything you are is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, including the hikmah, the wisdom that was given to Luqman. Allah says, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةِ Indeed, we have given Luqman wisdom. Allah has given it to him. It is not something he earned or worked for. Allah gave it to him. But Allah gives us everything. It's a mindset that many of us are not in. Everything you have, Allah gave it to you. Right now, the eyes that you're using, Allah gave it to you. The ability for you to speak, Allah has given it to you. Your guidance to Islam, Allah has given it to you. Everything you have, Allah has given it to you. There is, and I know I'm going on a tangent here. There is a, an interesting story that uh, one of my sheikhs told. And it was regarding, he was in a taxi and I believe this happened in Egypt. He was in a taxi, and the taxi driver, it was Maghrib time, and he said, can you stop? I need to pray. And then he stopped, he said, go ahead and pray. And when he went to pray, the taxi driver stayed inside, waited for him. And he went and prayed and came back. And he said, and when he came back, he said, are you a Coptic Christian? Because in Egypt, there are many uh, Arabs that are not Muslim. He said, no, 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 I'm Muslim. Alhamdulillah, I'm Muslim. And he said, well, if you're Muslim, then it was Maghrib time. Why didn't you pray? And he said, inshallah, make dua for me. I will pray, inshallah. And he said, like, I have work to do. And, you know, this car and, you know, it's this and that. And I, I don't have time to pray. He made excuses. And he, then he, said, he kept on driving me to my destination and asked him a question. And I said to him, he said, that... Um, is it, is it money that you need that keeps you from, yeah, he said, I need to make wudu, I need to go home and the masjid, and I have to stay on the road because I have certain hours and every minute that I spend, I'm being, he made some excuses regarding his financial problem. He said, is it, is it your seeking of wealth that is stopping you from praying? He said, yes. He said, what if I could then ensure that you get paid? And he said, what? He said, do you want to do an organ transplant? Give some of your kidney and you'll get a lot of money for it. If it's money that you want, there are people that have money that need organs. He said, would you do something like that? He said, astaghfirullah, why would I do something like that? Why? He said, wallahi, if you give me all of the dunya, then I wouldn't do this. He said, are you saying that your organs are worth more to you than the whole dunya? Yes. And so, who gave you that, those organs to begin with? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the one who gave you that which you are not willing to give out, for any amount of money, asks you for five minutes of your time, and you can't give it. But you give hours to your, your, your so, so many hours to your, uh, to your boss, and so many hours to earn money, and that is keeping you away from your ibadah and your worship. Perspective is important. Allah gave Luqman wisdom, and then Allah says, Anishkur lillah. This is my point. Anishkur lillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, be grateful to Allah. This is a command to everyone. But in this context, who should be grateful? Luqman. Why? He's been given wisdom. He should be grateful because Allah gave it to him. Your relationship with Allah should be a relationship of being grateful. Everything 
the moments you're, of breath that you're taking, the morsels of food that you're eating, the laughter, the time you're spending with your family, you should be grateful. This is something Allah has given you. Now it's very important, earlier I mentioned wisdom is not just to have the knowledge and the understanding, but also the ability to act upon it. So how do we act grateful? Okay, we know okay, we're grateful to Allah for everything He's given us, but how do you act upon that? That's very important. Allah says about Dawood, ala Act upon your gratefulness. Show your gratitude. How do you show your gratitude? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah gave you money, you show your gratitude by spending that money in the way that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how you show gratitude to Allah, not just by saying it. Now question, if the person that Allah has given money spends that money in haram, he's doing the opposite of being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why you have to check, well, everything that Allah has given us, how grateful am I? And Luqman was not only given wisdom, Allah also gave him a child. Another blessing, isn't it? So what did Luqman do with his child that Allah has given him? That which is sound, that which is correct, he advised him and raised him to be a proper Muslim to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the rest of the way Allah talks about Luqman is the advice Luqman gave to his son. And it is through this advice we learn the wisdom that Luqman had and the care he had for his son and where his priorities lied and what a Muslim should be doing. Starting with what? He said, Ya Bunayya. Oh, my beloved son. And subhanAllah, if you read the Quran and you look at the messengers, you will see how they spoke to their children. And there's lessons in that as well. Ya Bunayya. Oh, my beloved son. He didn't say, Ya Ibni. He said, Ya Bunayya. Oh, my young beloved son. And this is how the Prophet spoke. What did Yaqub say? Ya Baniya. Oh, my beloved children. Show rahmah to your, to your child, child, children or your child when you're speaking to them. And this will in turn make them listen to you more. And they will pay attention to what you're saying more when you start by speaking to them in a kind way. When Prophet Muhammad wasallam wanted to tell Mu'ad something very important, he said, oh Mu'ad, I love you. And Mu'ad was like amazed, Rasulullah loves me. And then, he, and then he told him, this is one of the ways to grab someone's attention, but also to show rahmah and mercy to your children. Those who show mercy, Allah shows them mercy. Then what is the first thing that Luqman tells his son? He says to him, do not do shirk. Do not give Allah equals. Indeed, it is a great injustice to give Allah an equal. Now, when we talk about shirk, the conventional thing that comes to mind is what? Don't worship other gods besides Allah. Don't worship idols. Don't venerate uh, 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 graves. Don't call upon other than Allah, which is correct. But what we should learn is among the main reasons why shirk is so bad is because it has an ilaqa with shukr, gratefulness. Our worship comes from a place of gratefulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What did this idol do to you for you to be worshipping it to begin with? It is Allah that has done everything for you. So worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, it comes back to the concept of being grateful to Allah. Think about this. How disgusting is it that one who worships false gods, let's give an example of the Quraysh, they would ask children to their idols or they would make dua to their idols and then Allah would give them and then they would thank their idols. But who gave it to them? It was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Now imagine today someone gave you a Ferrari. And then you said to him, all right, and then some random person, you thank them. How would that person feel? Now, the point is you have to understand your relationship with Allah is one of gratefulness. So be grateful to Allah and show that through your worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. In the second verse, when Allah speaks about the parents, Allah speaks about the rights of the parents, and then Allah says, Anishkur li Be grateful to me and your parents. Because after Allah speaks of his ultimate right to be singled out in worship, Allah often mentions the parents. Now, what is the relationship between the child and the parents? The parents, they give you your t- their time and their money. And their, your father works 50 hours and your mother raised you. Be grateful to them by listening to them, by obeying them, by giving them their right. This is how you show gratitude. And Allah said, Anishkur li. Show gratitude to me, Allah says. Wali walidayka and your parents. This is all within the context of the story of Luqman, ikhwan showing us that part of wisdom is to understand those who we should be showing gratitude, starting from our Creator, Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, and then our parents. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Ikhwani fillah, um, the, then uh, Luqman, al-Hakim, Luqman the wise, keeps advising his son. So first, he spoke to him about tawheed. Sing out Allah in worship. And also, be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remember that everything you have, Allah has given it to you. And he's the one worthy of your worship, your adoration, your love. And it is Allah that is worthy of your time. Spend your time worshipping Allah and fulfilling Allah's commandments. And then he spoke about the parents and they're right upon you, especially your mother. And then he mentions an important principle, which is what? That sometimes people that have rights over you might tell you to do something that is wrong. If they then strive, if your parents strive to tell you to commit shirk. And this is a very important principle. Which could happen. Not all parents are good. If your parents ask you to do something that is not in line with what Allah wants you to do, if they ask you to commit shirk, then don't listen to them. But still show them good companionship. So even if your parents are not Muslim, even if your parents are asking you to do something that is wrong, don't listen to them because Allah comes first. But show them good companionship, again showing you the maqam and the manzila and the place our, our religion has put our parents in. Then, uh, then he, uh, I'm going to quickly summarize the rest of the points that the Luqman, the father, said to his son. Um, he mentions to him then, Ya Bunaya, aqim salah, establish the prayer. This is part of hikmah. Establish the prayer. Wa'mur bil ma'aruf, call towards good. Forbid evil. Have patience to that which befalls you. These are all the gold advice that Luqman has given to his son and all the fathers here should be given to their children. And all of this advice should come from a place of why are we doing all of this? Because this is ibadah, acts of worship that we are doing for our creator who has given us everything. And we are in the end Worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are grateful to Allah and we show our gratitude through ibadah. 
And then he mentions to him something very important, which is to not have kibir or arrogance. Do not be arrogant. How can you be arrogant? When you are nothing, everything you have was something Allah has given you, your whole existence. Did someone ask you, do you want to exist or not? Or did Allah just brought you, bring you into existence? Allah brought you into existence. Your own name was not something that you chose. It was given to you. Everything was given to you. Everything was handed to you. So you cannot be arrogant. And he tells him, don't be arrogant. And ikhwani fillah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said that one who has kibir in his heart, arrogance in his heart, does not enter Jannah. So be humble and have humility. These are the advice that Luqman gave to his son. Read this chapter, Ikhwan Filah, the chapter of Surah Al-Luqman. Read its tafsir and try and act upon these principles. Teach it to your children and, and try and have some of the hikmah that Luqman had. I ask Allah to forgive our sins and to make us of those that benefit from the lessons in the Quran. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that act upon the Quran, that stay away from shirk, that live their lives as worshippers of Allah that have tawheed in their heart. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those that establish the prayer. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa qina adab nar اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين واقم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.com dot org